Welcome to the Smart Business Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Imoff Flores, and the Smart Business Podcast is the place for entrepreneurs to get an advanced mindset and skill set to build and grow a business that can scale in a big way. SMART is an acronym that stands for a scalable, mission-driven business that's automated with revenue streams all run by a team. And so if you would like to learn more about how to build a smart business or get coaching, consulting in this area or done for you services, go ahead and start by getting our free smart business formula guide at smartbusinessformula.com. Hey, what's going on? It's Adam here and welcome to another episode of the Smart Business Show. Today, we have another special guest. We have Carl Bullhart, who is the founder of KB Marketing. She has already generated over 6 million views on her videos and is on her way to a seven-figure business. I'm so excited about not only the fact that you get to meet her and hear her story and what we're going to talk about today, but we're going to be showing you how to grow, build, and nurture your social community, and Car is going to be sharing some strategies and ideas with us. So, Car, it's so great to have you with us. Hey, Adam. Thanks so much for having me. Such a pleasure. Yes. Okay. So I think what's fascinating about you, because I talked to a lot of amazing entrepreneurs, is your start. You worked for the United Nations and you specifically were kind of on their social team and you helped them kind of launch the share the meal campaign. Can you tell us a little bit about your backstory? How did you start working for the United Nations? And then how did this lead into like social media training? Yeah, it's actually kind of funny how it all happened. Uh, Before I even started working for the UN, I was a tax accountant in Vancouver, Canada for close to four and a half years. And I moved to Berlin, Germany, um, this is 2014 now, to be with my now husband. And while we were in Berlin, the United Nations World Food Program opened up their very first innovation accelerator division, and they were building the first of its kind app um, where people could feed a child in need with their phone with 50 cents. So I actually started as a volunteer for them. I applied for the role with no marketing experience except for like saying that I had business development and tax and I showed them my own account on Instagram, which was a personal account. And I had a ton of ideas about how we could monetize this app, how we could um, create a community and engage with celebrities and come up with just so many ways to get this app in the hands of more users. So I got a three month volunteer role as their head of social media for Share the Meal. And after the three months, they ended up offering me a full-time paid contractor position. And I was super lucky enough to work there for two years and get so much crazy experience working with some of the biggest brands like Apple, Facebook, Google, Michael Kors, and the World Food Program. So I really learned the foundations from BCG consultants and McKinsey consultants about how businesses run, you know, how to scale, how to understand numbers in addition to my tax stuff. And then the social stuff just came really natural to naturally to me. It always has. And it really kind of jump started me and gave me this um, perspective of what was possible for Instagram and for small businesses and not for profits and entrepreneurs. Wow, that's amazing. Amazing, amazing. So, you know, here you are growing on this kind of corporate level in a way. And now it comes time to kind of build your own brand. Like, how did you get into that and start building your own community online? Because a lot of times, you know, as especially people who have big, uh, high creatives and big hearts, they always build everything for everybody else, right? And then it comes time to build something for themselves, right? How did you make that transition to start building your own community? 
Yeah. So long story short, like I wasn't born just doing this. Um, it wasn't easy. So after the UN, we ended up moving to New York City uh, with my husband's job. He was at Google for 10 years. And so it made sense to go to the US for us. And I just had like a series of just unfortunate events. Um, Trump had just come into office. So there was a ton of changes with bureaucracy. And so my work permit was delayed. So I couldn't work legally for 10 months. So during that time, I actually created a small e-commerce store that I called House of Lugo. Uh, so I'm half Mexican and I was traveling to Mexico and I was meeting with local indigenous communities and working with them to um, get textiles and home furnishings back to the US. And I created a Shopify store and an Instagram page and I ended up selling everything and then donating all the profits back to those same communities. So I did that in 10 months. And then I took the first job that presented itself to me like a dummy. And I ended up at an advertising technology company as a strategic head of partnerships. And that was like a little bit of a toxic environment, like being kind about it. And so I quickly started looking for something else. And that's when I got hired as the first US hire for a D2C company doing vitamin subscriptions called um, Made For. And I was their head of social media and head of uh, partnerships. So that was about a year and then COVID hit. So now we're in March, 2020. I am now nine months pregnant with my first child and two weeks before giving birth, this is now March 1st, uh, I get laid off and everybody gets laid off. The startup shuts and I give birth to my baby girl and I'm sitting in the hospital, like, you know, not even able to enjoy that this is like a momentous thing that's just happened to me because I'm so worried about what am I going to do with the rest of my life? I'm never going to work again. Those are the thoughts going through my mind. So fast forward to today or to January, let's go to January. I decided to start experimenting on Instagram with reels. I'd had a bunch of people coming into me through word of mouth, through just my personal Instagram, through House of Lugo, um, and they wanted me to do their social media for them. So I was charging peanuts, doing full-time social media, loving it, working for small business owners. And then I realized that I had so much more to give and I was seeing what type of content was being created specifically on reels and seeing who my competition was and I thought, oh my God, I know so much more than these people. I have way more experience and so many more stories to tell. And I know I can help people make a difference here. And like, keep in mind, this is still the, like the heart of the pandemic. So tons of small businesses are closing. Restaurants are struggling. So I put a post up. It was a simple carousel about how to grow on Instagram, like strategies that actually work. And it was about 10 pages of my tips that I've learned along the way. And it went viral. And from there, I just started creating more of these growth um, tip content types and experimenting with reels. And in about three months, I ended up with over 15,000 followers. And now I'm close to um, 50,000 in just under a year. Wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. Congratulations and way to bounce back from literally pretty much losing everything and being at a place where you're like, what do I do now? Now you have a you have a baby that you brought into this world and you have a pandemic and oh my gosh, talk about resistant. So now you're at a place where you know you're you're really showing people now kind of how you how you've been able to do what you do. And that's why I was so excited to have you on our show because you have a little bit of a different perspective than a lot of, you know, 
content tips, although you can teach on those things, you, you kind of look at the tech side of things. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So for me, because I have a bit of a mobile background and you could also say like just listening to all my husband's in, uh, calls and interviews like from his Google background, uh, tech really fascinates me. And I think that there's a lot of things that people don't think about when they're thinking about Instagram as an app, as a product. And Instagram itself is a business. It's a piece of meta formerly known as Facebook. And what do they care about? What's their number one KPI? It's time spent in the app. So as soon as I figured that out, I was able to create custom strategies and broad strategies as well to teach people how to fully leverage the app and understand what is it that Instagram cares about and how can we go about feeding it, giving it the stuff that it wants in order to grow. Um, I also really appreciate the analytics side of Instagram and all of the backend stuff as well. So I also go into that with my students and teach them how to look at analytics and understand how to leverage those because there's so many things that Instagram does give us. I mean, for all the things it doesn't, it does, it's, they're being very generous lately, I think, with the information that's available. And so it's all about knowing how to utilize it to your advantage. Mm, that's so cool. I love that. I love that. Now, one of the things that you kind of look at is you you look a lot at the insights and you kind of gather, you know, the insights on and you read that and you use it to make decisions. How do you tell us about that? Yeah, so I think it's a really exciting time right now to be on Instagram in general. As I mentioned, like Instagram is giving us tons of new updates lately. And specifically, I think they're trying to make the app in general uh, a lot more competitive. So keeping up with TikTok, with YouTube. Uh, and in order to do that, they need to have more features. And users are demanding that they give us more information and more transparency about what's going on with our accounts. Like, why aren't we growing? How come I can't take this action? How come I don't have access to this feature? And so along with all of that, we're seeing a ton of updates. I have never seen so many updates in Instagram than I have this year, basically the last three months, you could say, and then I have in since 2011. So we are now talking about the latest update, which I think is really great, uh, which anyone can start doing right now is insights. So we all, all have access to insights. You can go inside now and Instagram now breaks out every piece of content into individual pieces for you. So you can take a look at your posts, take a look at your reels, take a look at your stories and your Instagram lives. And then what it does is it shows you where are those impressions coming from? And this is like really interesting. Uh, you'll notice what I've seen across the board with like over 200 people, clients, students, and my own account is that 75% of these impressions are coming from non-followers and 75% of those are coming from reels. So it shows you what type of content is being prioritized by Instagram. And therefore, I think the type of content that you should think about prioritizing for yourself, which is wow, short video. Powerful. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. And I love that you're able to look at that data and make decisions off of that. Because most people, especially like heart centered coaches and messengers and that type of thing, they're just like, I just want to get this out in the way they want to do it. Right. But it's like in order to truly serve your audience well, you have to get the information out in the way that Instagram wants you to get it out because that's how you're going to make the biggest impact. So I love that you actually look at at hard data for that. So, you know, tell us a little bit uh, about, you know, how do you 
you know, so, so you start to, so now you start to get a lot of new followers, right? You're, you're following the algorithms, you're optimizing your content for what Instagram wants you to post. And now community starts, people start following you, right? You're in a position now where people sometimes get to that part, but then they don't know how to like actually build community. Because the one thing to get a lot of followers, but now it's like, how do you facilitate all these people? And what do you do to really kind of build that community? Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So I'm going to say that I think the number one mistake that a lot of businesses make or small business owners make is that they wait until they have a large following to start focusing on the community building aspect. Whereas what I teach and what I did is I focused on those early followers and building a community with them. So when things with the app, the, the app is constantly changing, updating, the algorithms, there's several of them, are constantly changing. And I tell people, don't chase the algorithm, don't chase these hacks that like, you're never gonna figure it out or beat it, right? It's machine learning, it's always gonna be changing. But focus on those those real super fans. And what I mean by that is, you know, the people watching all your stories, the people first to comment, first to like, first to purchase from you. So I mentioned that I had less than 2000 followers in February of this year. And in March, I had over 15,000. Those first 2000 are still my repeat customers and they have basket sizes of over $5,000 on average. And so I know that they are there and loyal because they chose me before I was anybody, before they even knew anything about me. And that to me is like the biggest form of social proof and shows you that you need to care about every single follower. You can't just think of these people as like numbers or 10K, 20K, 30K. And as you start to understand that and nurture them along the way, and we can talk about that later, um, you'll understand that as you keep growing, every new follower, you start putting them into these kind of funnels, either mentally and physically, um, and then curating that relationship with them one way or another. Mm, that's good. It's good. Now, how do you start dealing with it when you're, you you have all of these comments coming in, right? You have DMs coming in, you have new followers coming in, people are responding to your stories, right? People are responding to polls, people are responding to your reels. You're trying to run a business, but now you're having this community. I think that's kind of like the fear of success, right? It might be the fear of an entrepreneur of like, okay, what do I do now? Like, I'm trying to run my business, but I have all these people wanting to talk to me because they like my stuff. How do you balance that? And what does that look like? Yeah, so I think it can be really overwhelming. Uh, a lot of people are chasing virality right now. And I think that that is the absolutely wrong thing to be chasing. Because what we don't realize is that with virality come a lot of people that are not your ideal audience or your ideal customer. And that's just the nature of how reels get pushed out. Like I mentioned in the insights, like 75% of these people aren't following me. And so they're really on there looking for the majority, I hate to say, are looking just to be entertained and so if you're making this short form entertaining content which is usually what reels is you're going to be attracting those people that are looking for that kind of quick fix that entertaining and let's say you're a heart-centered coach or you know a, um, a life coach or a social seller or what what have you 
you're not constantly creating that kind of entertaining content. And so you're going to see either people won't hit that follow button or they're going to drop off really quickly and unfollow you. But let's say you are attracting the right people and you're getting this influx of DMs, like you said, and a ton of engagement. Um, this is really when you have to start thinking about investing in help, investing in systems and, and thinking about how can you start taking pieces away from your day-to-day -day tasks uh, outsourcing those and so that you can show up with that creative energy, which is absolutely fundamental for Instagram and be the face of your brand because more and more now people want faces behind brands. And even if you look at giant companies or massive startups, I think Duolingo is a great example of a brand that they can't have a face, a physical face, right? Like they're not going to do that but they have a, a mascot and it's this bird thing, I think. It's like a chicken, I don't know what it is. Um, but they have this mascot as the face of their brand and through that mascot, they're able to show up authentically and they're going viral on TikTok every time. So wow. it's for me, it's really about like saving time where you can, outsourcing. That's what I did early on. Um, yeah. As you can hire people to help you with those systems and put in systems so that you don't have to do things manual anymore. A lot of people on Instagram think everything has to be manual, but it doesn't. Yeah, that's good. I love that. Now, now there's this last piece here of nurturing where you're 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 nurturing the people that are now kind of coming in and you're what's your mindset behind the nurturing process and what's your take on it? Yeah, so I think we have to think about it a little bit in terms of content strategy, in terms of nurturing, because everything on Instagram you're posting should be tied to one, your niche, and then ideally two specific pillars or topics that you're always talking about, right? You want to be known for something on Instagram, and the algorithm really likes it when we're repeating content. So as part of that nurture piece, I like to coach people to always incorporate pieces that I call fit within a lifestyle or a community bucket. And that means that regardless of who you are, what you're doing um, or what you're selling, there should always be a portion of your content that speaks directly to people um, in, a, in a human way, that maybe it's, it's a meme, maybe it's a joke, maybe it's um, an inspirational saying or a message you have for your audience, audience. And that's the type of stuff that goes viral. That's the stuff that gets you the most impressions and that humanizes you. Um, it's also super important to, to be vulnerable and share your, your special sauce and share, you know, um, behind the scenes content about how you got to where you're at. Um, it's one thing to be an account that's like aspirational and talking about how many clients and how many sales you have and look at me traveling in the Bahamas every month. But there's another thing to get vulnerable and tell people, hey, guess what? I actually came from like a lower income household and that's why I'm so hungry and that's why I'm able to do all this because of that drive. And before I did this, I was actually doing this and this. And these are the five things that I wish I'd done sooner and that you can do now. So really getting like onto that level with people to show them that you're just like them that's powerful i love that i love that i love that so good i wish we could continue this conversation for like another two hours because you're you literally you know what i love about listening to you you, you you're so dynamic uh you could literally be like a spokesperson for instagram or facebook because you're <laughs> able to put vocabulary onto things that i don't think most people would be able to do you know like oh, the way wow. you, incredible yeah like thanks you know, adam maybe yeah, you can yeah. tell them that 
<laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it'd be incredible. I could just see you behind the podium. Like, yeah, like this is the latest feature coming out on Instagram. And, you know, I well, don't... it's funny. I did. They approached me. Instagram creators approached me last month um, and I did a paid reel for them to announce their latest bonus feature for reels. Uh, and cool. I was just like, this is a dream come true. It was really yeah. awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Why well, I, I could see many more opportunities like that coming your way. Now, where for, for people who are listening to this and they're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, this is so good. Car is so knowledgeable. She's speaking my language. I'm not maybe that techie, but I need to understand more of the technical aspects of growing an audience and building an audience and nurturing an audience. You know, tell us a little bit about, you know, you, you have this kind of like a intensive that you, that you have, um, you know, how, tell us about the intensive and then how they can get access to that. Yeah, so there's actually a bunch of ways that you can work with me or get access to me. One is, of course, through Instagram. I post a ton of free content there at Carb Ruleheart. And um, I also have an Instagram VIP package where we'll do a two-day intensive together and we'll build out your content strategy or build out a sales campaign for you on Instagram. And uh, the other way to work with me is through my courses. So right now I've got a Power of Reels course, which teaches you all the foundations for Reels, uh, content strategy, insights and analytics, transitions, uh, and a ton of other stuff. And uh, I'll also be releasing a few more courses in the coming future. So there's a ton of ways that you can you can work with me and you know it starts at $19 for my for my entry package so it's really accessible um and I know that Adam you'll be putting a code in the in the notes for your user your listeners absolutely yes yeah. so I'm going to put a coupon code if you put on Adam Flores on any of her products okay you're going to get a hundred dollars off and and also if you dm her for an intensive let her know that Adam Flores sent you so that way she'll know where it came from and she can give you that extra love and treatment because you're a guest of mine. So, uh, Car, thank you so much um, and, and, you know, for being with us, for sharing your wisdom, sharing your knowledge and uh, go follow her, everybody. You got to go check our stuff. We're going to put her, her links in the description of this podcast as well for you to be able to access it. And Car, do you have any last words for us? Oh my gosh, I just want to say experiment on Instagram. Don't be held back or put yourself in a box because you think that's not me or who do I think I am and just get really comfortable playing with video, getting on video and it doesn't mean posting five reels a day or five TikToks a day, but it means adding video into your content strategy and anybody can do it. Mm, so good. Well, Car, thanks again for your message, for your sharing your heart, your ideas. And uh, for everybody listening, make sure you subscribe to this episode, share it with somebody who needs it, and leave us a six-star rating. I know there's only five stars, but leave us an extra star. And until the next episode, see you next time.